0: Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging, War, and Winning. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining in with me today. It is always an honor and a privilege to be able to share words of encouragement, words of empowerment, and prayer with you. I'm so excited about what the Lord is doing, and I pray that you are, too. Today I have a wonderful topic that I want to talk to you today about. We're living in the last days, saints of God. We're living in perilous times. We're living in uncertain times. And if you're not careful, we will find ourselves saying things that is totally opposite to the word of God we'll find ourselves going into agreement with the enemy by speaking doom and gloom. We have to uh, be very mindful of what we listen to. We got to be very mindful of who we're, we're catering to and holding conversations with because all those things take governance into what we say. So today I want to talk to you about setting a watch over what you say. Amen. I want to share with you Ephesians 4, 29. Now, the Apostle Paul was addressing the church of Ephesus, and this is what he told him. He said, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good, necessary for edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Now, I like what the Apostle Paul was saying to the church because he was admonishing them to be very careful of what you say. He said, and in fact, I want you to make sure that you don't say destruction. And damaging and destroying words. But on the other hand, I want you to be able to release words that would build people up, that would impart grace unto them that the hearer will be able to receive it. I like what one interpretation says. It said that your words will be a blessing to the recipient. Amen. Have you ever found yourself holding a conversation with someone and perhaps you wasn't feeling at your best and so you were looking for a word that would be able to lift your spirits up only to find out that the individual has something even more negative to say or perhaps you share a moment in your life that you was excited about, but only for them to come back with something that was negative. Oh, that's not going to last long. Oh, that happened in my family. And this is what the end result turned out to be. And you walk away from that conversation feeling even worse than when you first went into it. But I want to talk to us today on how we As the believer, we can learn to set a watch over what we say. Saints of God, I want to caution you that words carry weight. Amen. Words carry weight. Sometimes people never bounce back from the words that has been spoken to them, over them and about them. This is where we get the word from ill-spoken words. Amen. Ill-spoken words. But the Bible tells us that we are supposed to be light and we are supposed to be salt, which is an enhancement. Amen. So we want to make sure that we're saying words that are not going to tear people down, but that are going to build them up. Amen. And just because someone talked to us any kind of way does not give us the license to be able to talk to them back any kind of way. I like what James said. He said, the tongue is unruly. Who can tame it? So when we're talking about today, setting a watch over what we say, we got to take a conscious effort, make all efforts. I mean, we have to make sure that we are intentional about the things that we allow to flow from our tongues. I like what he said over in verse 31. He said, let no bitterness and wrath and anger, clamor, which is loud arguing, got to get the last word, have to have, la- have the last say so, or an evil speaking be a part uh, uh, be put away from you that's what he said he said with all malice now when we're talking about rap we're talking about a two part anger here he's talking where we get the Greek word thumas it means that's indignation. in other words it's, it's anger on top of anger on top of anger it's an outburst where you're out of control it's like you don't have any type of a, a self control or self temperance about yourself he said let this type of conversation do put that stuff away from you. Amen. He said in order for you to be able to be an effective witness, because what we don't want to do as believers, saints of God, is to lose our witness. Amen. So we have to make sure that we're saying words that are going to bring life into a situation and not depth into the situation. If that makes any sense. Amen. So let me tell you something. Negative words are not always curse words. Anything that uh, that we say that is associated with fear, associated with doubt, associated with worrying, associated with gossip, associated with just anything that is contrary to what God has prescribed in his word can be categorized as negativity. So what we have to do is to make sure that we're saying things, saints of God, that is aligned up with the word of God. Amen. God has given us the ability to speak things and speak things into existence. So if we're going around speaking negativity all the time and we don't understand why negativity is happening, perhaps it's what you're saying. So I would caution you to watch what you allow to come from your mouth. Matthew 15 uh, 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 affirms us that and it, uh, cautions us. It's not the things that go. Hallelujah in the mouth that defiles a person but it's the things that come out of the mouth that defiles a person so that means that we have to be very careful and selective of what we say even uh luke he says this he said for out of the abundance of the heart a person's mouth Speech. Now, that word abundance means overflow, amen. The mouth, our mouth generally agrees with what is in our heart. So I'm asking you today, what is in your heart, amen? It's, it's a heart condition because out of our heart, our mouth speaks. Beats. Amen. So you, if you want to know what a person really is about, don't listen to what they tell you who they are. Start listening to what's coming out of their mouth. For the first 15 minutes, spend 15 minutes with them. And after 15 minutes, you will begin to discern if this person is genuinely who they say they are or they got some kind of hidden issues that's going on. Amen. So, as believers, saints of God, the words that we speak carry so much weight. Amen. And especially if you can calling yourself a prayer warrior or an intercessor, or uh, just a believer in general, make sure that your words are bringing life into the situation. Right? I'm gonna give you an example. We're de- dealing with some very trying times. Very trying times. And I've heard people hold conversations, and these are believers. believers. Believers, and some of them are spiritual leaders. Believe, uh, spiritual leaders, and they're saying things, saints of God. And I'm like, God, come on now, let's listen to what we're saying because it's important, saints of God. If we're just allowing the things that's in our heart, and we've been broken, and we've been hurt, and when that stuff has never been dealt with, guess what? It's all it takes is one. Flip of the switch. I mean, one pushing of the button, one trigger that tr- flip us off and have us saying things, doing things, behaving in a way that does not represent God. So if we're going to be people that are going to be salt of the earth, the Bible tells us over in Matthew uh, 5, that we are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its savor or its flavor, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown away and trampled down. Let me tell you, when he was saying that, you got to look at this. In other words, the words that we said, we are enhanced. Salt is an enhancement of something. It gives it flavor amen it is an influence so in other words we are people of god that are supposed to be people of influence but if we lose our flavor and our savor saints of god in other words if we lose our respect if we lose our influence if we lose our infectiveness then what is left? What is left of us? May man, amen. it's not that we're literally and physically thrown or trampled them. But in other words, what this author is saying is that your influence has left you. You might as well not even continue to do the things you won't be able to do, the things that you want you to do because you allow your influence or your emotions to get into the way of you being an influential person. So what we have to do, because we don't want that, it's hard to gain that back once you lose that. So what we wanna do is to make sure that we are decided and making a conscious decision to watch our speech, amen? You do not have to get the last word all the time, amen? If you ever wanna see wisdom at work, you seal your lips, amen because if someone is saying things to you and you feel like you always have to say something back in its negativity there is that is not appeasing the matter or diffusing the matter we as spiritual leaders our responsibility is to make sure that we diffuse in the issue and not putting more coal on the fire so then the second thing we need to do is to ask the Lord for help see I, what I like about David is that David did not have a problem repenting. This is why God said he was a man after his own heart, even though David tripped up and he made mistakes and he did things that, but he, one thing he did not fail to do was to repent. Psalms 41, he says, God set a watch over my mouth. Keep a watch over the doors of my lips. See, in that Psalm, he's praying for safe keepings. He said, Lord, keep me. I'm around these people that are out. get me. They're saying wickedness. They're doing wicked things. I know I have the ability to tear them down with my words, but I'm asking you to help me in this situation. The Bible tells us that we are to confess our faults to God and he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But what we have the tendency to do is to go around like everything is okay. I've told them off and it made me feel good. Let me tell you something. You may have feel good for a slight season, but longer term, you will not feel good about flipping off of someone and hurting someone's feelings and tearing them down when you're saying that you are a believer. Thoroughly practice good speech. Amen. Surround yourself around God-fearing individuals. Surround yourself in the word of God. Amen. And begin to speak what God says. If you start speaking what God says, your conversation will automatically begin to change. Amen. I mean, even the scriptures, he tells us that we are supposed to speak when we speak to speak the oracles of him. So that means I'm not going to be governed by what I think I feel I see. I'm going to be governed by what the word has and what the word says for me. God bless you today. Amen. So I pray that I've said something to be a blessing to you today. So make sure that you're being very selective with the words that you allow to flow from your mouth. And if you have anything that has been hidden in you that you have not dealt with, I pray that you will begin to pray and ask the Lord to heal you from in those areas, deliver you from those areas, set you free from those areas that has you bound down so you may be free. Nothing is more worse than for a person that say that they of of Christ to release negative and derogatory words upon someone else. That is a sin cycle and it must be broken and it starts with you. Amen. God bless you today. I'm going to pray with you today. I'm going to pray for you. If you know that you are dealing with this situation, that you find yourself saying things that you later regret, You know that your conversations are not seasoned. You know that you're saying things to tear people down. You're tearing yourself down. You're speaking negative all the times. I'm going to pray with you today. And I'm believing God that God will begin to deal with you and deliver you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray over your sons and daughters. I pray a blessing over them. I pray right now, Lord God, that you will begin to deal with them. Lord God, with those things that are hidden within their hearts, Lord God, those things that they may have experienced years ago that was never dealt with, but I pray right now, God, that you will begin to heal those broken areas, that they will begin to, Father God, begin to love and embrace others and themselves. First of all, you Deckling themselves and others in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will set guard over their tongue, that they will not find themselves sinning against you, that they will begin to speak hope, speak life, speak empowerment, and speak victory over every situation in their life. It is in Jesus name. I pray this prayer. Thank God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Saints of God. Until next week, I want you to wage this war. And become a winner. I pray that you found something in this that will be a blessing to you. And until next time, shalom, my brother. Shalom, my sister. Go in peace. Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry Located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining in with me today. It is always an honor and a privilege to share the word of God with you and also a minister prayer unto you. Hallelujah. I am so excited about what the Lord is doing, and I pray that you are just as excited as I am. Today, I want to further our conversation on watching what we say. Amen watching what we say. I want to do a brief overview of last week's conversation which is going to lead us into this week's conversation and then I'm going to pray us out if that's all right with you. On last week I talked about us watching what we say. I mentioned that our words carry weight and that sometimes people never bounce back from the things that people have said to them over them or about them. Amen. And I reference Ephesians chapter 4:29 when the apostle Paul was admonishing the church of. Ethicist. And he was like he said, "Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good and necessary for edification, that it may impart grace unto the hearers. And in other words, what the apostle Paul was saying is, Be very mindful of the things that you allow to speak upon. Do not allow your words to be damaging, do not allow your words to be destructive. do not allow your words to be um, negative." And allow, but in essence, allow those words to be words that's going to build people up and that it may impart grace unto those who hear it. I like what one interpretation says. It said, allow your words to be a blessing to the recipient, being a blessing to the recipient. I also talked about uh, letting loose and letting go of bitterness and wrath and anger and loud arguments and, and evil speakings and putting away all this stuff and malice and having all uh, uh, uh evil speaking words. I mean, because, again, this is about it's a heart condition, saints to God. It's about what's in your heart. Because the Bible tells us over in the book, uh, Luke, that out of the bondage of the heart, the mouth speaks. So in order for us to take control over what we release and what we speak, we really got to go a little bit further and begin to deal it with our heart. Amen. A lot of times we have suffered abuse with rejection, uh, uh, low self esteem, fear, insecurity, all kinds of things. And those things, if not dealt with, will cause, will begin to build up, first of all, in our spirit and will cause us to be able to release those words. And as we release the words and continue to speak those words, things around us begin to manifest. Amen. And so what I want to do is share with you some some nuggets from the word of God on how we can learn to watch what we say, how we can tame this tongue. The Apostle Paul over in the book of James, he said the tongue is unruly and who can tame it? He said of all the beasts that's in the fields, they can be tamed by man. But this one little portion of our body, our tongue is out of control and says things that's damaging. Say to God. So we have to learn as believers, to set watches over our mouth and don't say everything that we feel like we want to say or get off of us because we're going through an emotional state. We're dealing with fear. We're dealing with worry. We're dealing with doubt. We're dealing with all types of uncertainty. We got to be very careful of the things that we allow to flow from our mouth. Watch what we say. We have to be very selective of the things that we say. Our focus should be on always building others up, always building others up, Uh, and also making sure that the words that we say are a blessing. We have to be very mindful that the words that we say are a blessing and not a cursing to other people. So we have, that means we have to be intentional of the things that we say. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, I want to further that conversation on a little bit more because I think it's really important as believers that we watch what we say. I even like what Job said. He said, we can decree a thing and it shall be established. A lot of times I've heard people say that even when they're praying, they say decree a thing and it shall be established. And that is the truth. However, a decree goes a lot further further than just prayer. A decree is anything that you proclaim out of your mouth. And when you release it, it is established. In other words, you have the ability to cause things to manifest based on what you release. So if you have that ability to release things and things manifest, we have to be careful of what we say. That's just not only while we're in church and how we're holding a church services. That means when we're holding conversations with other people, when we're driving to and from our destination when we're sitting in a house just holding con- a casual conversations. I mean, we really have to be careful. Even just casual things like, oh, you're killing me. You got to be careful because you are releasing... Death upon yourself. Amen. Have you ever been around somebody and they say, Well, this person makes me sick? I mean, they say it and they say it with great indigency. Let me tell you something, and they really, they really literally get sick when you talk about that person or they've been around that person. That is a heart condition, saints of God. We have to get to that. We got to deal with those things and get those things out of our spirit so we won't find ourselves saying things. And the more they say it, the more. It manifests, mm-hmm. and we don't understand why five, ten years, fifteen, twenty years have passed by, and you still have something against the individual. Could it be is because what you're saying? Amen. So today I want to talk to us. Proverbs ten ten tells us when our words are many. Transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains their lips is wise or prudent. In other words, what the author is saying is when you find yourself talking loosely and always got something to say, you're not mindful of the words that you have being released. In other words, you're not watching what you say. Hallelujah. Sin is the inevitable. <laughs> And when I'm telling you, and but whoever learns to restrain the things that they say is wise. Wisdom will always say, and I said this on last week, wisdom will tell us to be selective of the words we say. Amen. So we got to be very careful that we're not saying what our emotions want us to say, what our feelings are wanting us to say, what our current situations are wanting us to say, but we're saying what the word of God Wants us to say. Amen. Also, I like what this scripture says. Proverbs 16:24, it says gracious words are like honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and help to the body. And one interpretation says, pleasant words are like honey. Amen. It is sweet to our spirit and is help to our bodies. Now, who don't want to be healthy? Amen. And so when we're talking about pleasant, we're talking pleasant words really are sweet words. They're soothing words. They're delightful words. I mean, have you ever been around somebody and it seems like, oh, how are you doing today? And they want to give you a whole list of what's going wrong in their life and how, the, you know, their their legs is hurting and knees out of place. You know, this person did this to them. That's going on. I heard this. And this is like before long, they have you. Your spirit feeling a little bit heavy too, right? But, in, but what we have to do as believers is be quick to shift those type of conversations and bring in words that's going to bring hope, that's going to bring life, That's going to be sweet. That's going to be wholesome. I like the word wholesome because it's complete. I mean, complete words, mature words, and it's healthy, and it's going to bring uh, energy to the situation, and it's not going to be so taxing, and it's going to drain you and the people that's around you. Amen. So what we need to do, saints of God... For us to make sure that we're releasing healthy words and wholesome words is the first thing we need to do is to be mindful and cognizant that I will administer comfort in life. That has to be your proclamation, your declaration, opposed to declaring, oh, the sky is falling. Let's declare that I am going to be a vessel of honor and release words of life according to the scriptures. So that means you're going to have to take time and you're going to have to take time to study the scriptures. You're going to have to take time to get into the word of God and, and begin to allow the word of God to speak for you. Amen. So when you find yourself in predicaments that may not always be pleasant, not always be pleasant, you can always refer back to the word of God. I'm reminded real quick of uh, uh, Naomi over in the book of Ruth. I remember she went through so much in her life. And, and when she was coming back into the city, because they have heard that God had blessed them with bread. And they was like, oh, it's that Na- Naomi, her word, the word Naomi, her name means pleasant. But she said, no, don't call me Naomi, but call me Mara, for the Lord has dealt bitterly with me. Saints of God, we have got to deal with the situations in our spirit and in our heart that's causing us to take on the root of bitterness, that's causing us to release words of doom and gloom and not life. Amen. So be encouraged today. Be encouraged and take governance over the words that you say. Ask God for wisdom, what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Because a lot of times it's in your delivery. Also, if your delivery is coming off in a negative way, we need to check that and put that under submission. Amen. And quickly, I'm going to read scripture. And I read a couple of uh, a portion of it a few minutes ago, but I want to uh, finish off with this, and then I'm going to pray us out real quick. Luke six forty five says, "The good person out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good," amen. And then he says, "And an evil man." Out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And last week I talked about the word abundance meaning overflow. It means overtaking, overshadowing. It means that it's over excessively done. So the, uh, the author is telling us now, and this is what he's saying. He said, good people or a person with good intentions have good things stored up in his heart. That you get that? A bad evil person with evil intentions have evil things stored up in his heart. Now, once there's an overflow or either or, it proceeds out of your mouth. I'm going to ask you today what's in your heart. Amen. So in order for us to be able to set watches over our mouth, We have to deal with what's in our heart. The Bible tells us it's not the thing that goes in the mouth that defiles us, but it's the thing that comes out of the mouth that defiles us. Again, life and death is in the power of your tongue. So if we're going to be agents of change and positive change, good change, godly change, if we're going to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ, kingdom citizens, it is important, saints of God, that we learn to guard our mouth, watch what we say. Make sure that we find ourselves intentionally bringing hope, life, encouragement, comfort, edification, building people up, consolation, opposed to the doom and gloom syndrome. Amen. God bless you today. Hallelujah. I had more to share. We'll come back on next week and we're going to further the conversation on watching what we say. I'm about to pray us out, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your sons and daughters. I thank you Lord God that you are a God who loves us, Father God, and you've given us Lord God a road map on how to live a life that's going to please you and that we can be successful with. I pray for every one of your sons and daughters that they will begin to set watches over their mouth and they will say words that are pleasant in the name of Jesus, words that's going to bring life and hope, that's going to bring consolation that's going to bring, Lord God hallelujah, peace into situations they will not find themselves saying negativity things they won't find themselves, Lord God going into agreement with the world's way of doing things and what the enemy Satan would want them to do but they will go into agreement with your word, I pray right now, Lord God that we will begin to study our conversation and allow our words to line up with your word. It is in Jesus' name I pray this prayer. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. I thank God for you today. Listen. If you don't know the Lord, I would admonish you to begin to have a personal relationship with Him and that you will begin to speak life in your situation. Meet me back here next week as I go further with waging war and winning. Shalom, my brother. Shalom, my sister. Be encouraged. Fight this battle and win.